Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. How are you today? I can't hear you. I hope you're fine. And I hope your day is filled with glory and the joy of the Lord. I got to say this. Uh, this morning, I stopped to get some treats because I was coming in real early to get this done for, for you today. And so I stopped at my favorite place, Sin Nam Nam, over there off of Overland and Eagle, and got them, uh, these guys here, some cinnamon rolls. And I tell you what, you want a great cinnamon roll, Brandy over there at Sin Nam Nam, it's incredible. I just love visiting with Brandy. She's a wonderful, uh, wonderful woman, and, and she makes, she is one of the best bakers I have been around in years and years. But I got these six cinnamon rolls, and they're like $1.50 each. You can get the great big ones for $3, but they're just amazing. Or if you want a pecan roll, or if you want some kind of gourmet cookie or so many different things, or if you want lunch, it's just a great place. And I just, uh, I told Brandy, I'm going to talk about you because I got to have something to talk about today. But Brandy and I have shared a lot of things and, and, and talked a lot, and we've had a lot of our men's meetings in there and had coffee and, and just enjoyed uh, being there. So anyway, if you're out and about and you want something Good deed, especially over the holidays. She makes all this stuff for the holidays. Stop in and visit Brandy at Sin Nom Nom. Well, you know what? God is good, and this has been a great season. On Sunday, we had our children's program. Even today, a lot of bigger churches do not do children's program, but we still we still uh, do that, and it and it was went so well. Uh, Mickey Verdon, who who actually is the wife of Coach Mike Verdon, who's been around the valley for years and has been a part of our church since 92, and he was a quarterback at Boise State since 92. Um, that's a long time. I guess they've been in the church almost 30 years now. She knows how to put together a program. I'm telling you what, it was fantastic, and it represents Jesus Christ in a powerful way, and you get to see the kids in action. Parents get to watch their kids in action, and it was just a blessed day. And Plus, it gave me a Sunday that I didn't have to preach, which I love preaching, but it was nice to have a Sunday off. But, you know, this is a great season. You know, I just got a phone call from my daughter last night and found out she's going to be here for Christmas and three or four days after. So I'm really excited about that because I love seeing my daughter and son-in-law. But uh, anyway, you said you're going to rattle on. No, I'm going to go into uh, Luke chapter 5. You think I'm talking about the Christmas story, but I'm not because that's coming up. I got three or four messages right before Christmas, and they are already completed, by the way, and they are ready to roll, and I think you'll enjoy them, so I hope you'll tune in every day, and if you're out there and listening, uh, Lord bless you, thank you, I always are hear, hearing about people who are listening, and you know, a uh, shout out to every single one of you, uh, and, and thank you, I hope you'll continue to listen, and I hope that I will bring you something that will help you in your lives. Our Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day, I thank you for life. I thank you for the privilege of enjoying people in this world. I thank you for the people here at this station that I'm always able to, to share with and smile at. And I thank you for those like Brandy and those out in the world that I get to run into and and uh, share with, and they can share with me. And I thank you for all those different people and the different places I stop, Lord. I pray that you would open up doors for all of us every day to be able to share the love of Jesus with people, even by our attitudes. Lord, help us and help me. Strengthen us in our weaknesses and help us to move forward in everything we do. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Well, listen to this passage in Luke. 
Once when he was standing on the shore of Lake Genesaret, the crowd was pushing in on him to better hear the word of God. They're talking about Jesus, of course. He noticed two boats tied up. The fishermen had just left them and were out scrubbing their nets. He climbed into the boat that was Simon's and asked him to put it out a little from the shore. Sitting there using the boat for a pulpit, he taught the crowd. Now, this is in the message. I forgot my Bible this morning, and so I pulled one off the shelf here, and they have every brand. This is the message, which is very clear to understand. And, you know, if there was something that is inaccurate the way it said, I would let you know. But this is this passage is, is very, very accurate in even the way the message shares it. When he finished teaching, he said to Simon, push out into deep water and let your nets out for a catch. Simon said, Master, we've been fishing hard all night and haven't caught even a minnow. <laughs> but if you say so, I'll, I'll let the, all the nets out or let the nets out. It was no sooner than, than done, a huge haul of fish, straining the nets past capacity. They waved to their partners to the other boat to come help them. They filled both boats, nearly swamping them with the catch. Simon Peter, when he saw it, fell to his knees before Jesus. Master, leave. I'm a sinner and can't handle the, this holiness. Leave me to myself. When they pulled in that catch of fish, awe overwhelmed Simon and everyone with him. It was the same with James and John, Zebedee's son, co-workers with Simon. Jesus said to Simon, There is nothing to fear. From now on you'll be fishing for men and women. They pulled their boats up on the bench, left them nets and all, and followed him. Isn't that interesting, that story? And you think, this is just a piece of Jesus' ministry. Here he is first, put me out in the boat so I can have a platform to speak to these people away from them. They can't crowd up against me, and so they can hear me plainly. And he must have had a pretty good voice, I guess, for people to be able to hear, because probably it wasn't in one of those uh, theaters where the voice resounds, but he was out there. And I don't know, maybe they made megaphones out of something. I don't know that either. We don't certainly don't know that. But then he told them to push out and cast their nets down. And even though they knew he was the son of God, they still had a hard time understanding the power that he possessed, that they threw their nets out and they had to have the other, other fishermen come and help haul. The haul was so great. Folks, that was a financial blessing for them. That was a blessing for them. And you know why it was a financial blessing? Because they were obedient to Jesus. People, I am telling you this. The greatest thing you can do in your life is be obedient to the Lord. I've watched the power of God work in people's lives in so many ways. In our church, and you've heard me say this a gazillion times over the years, we have a theme. I've had it for probably 15 years, and I got it out of Samuel, the book of Samuel, is honor God and he will honor you. God has blessed us. God has blessed uh, the church that I pastor. And a lot of it is, honestly, because people are honoring God. I tell people, you know, give of your first fruits to the things of God. I'm telling you, you don't do it for blessing, but God will bless you. When I first came to this church years ago, 32 years ago in February, uh, the church was behind. In fact, uh, they had just caught up with their uh, 
payment for their building. And it was, and the church was struggling. There's 50 to 60 people coming on a regular basis. It was, it was, it was a, it was in bad shape financially and every other way. But I can tell you this, one of the reasons was, and I saw that after I was here for a month or two, I realized that we did not tithe on the income that, that people tithed on that gave to the church. See, people give their tithes to the church and we pay for the bill. We take care of the needs, take care of the staff, take care of uh, programs, everything. But they struggled. We really, really struggled. But I believe one of the reasons was that we were not giving back what God had brought in. I had always been taught, even in a church, you tithe at least 10% uh, to missions and to other uh, situations. And so right then and there, I said, church, we are going to start tithing off every dime that comes into this church. And people, I'm here to tell you, for 22 straight years, we met budget. In fact, in my whole 32 years here, we never overspent what came in, and we've met the budget, uh, the, the proposed budget, I think 30 of the 32 years. And I can tell you why. It's because we honored God with what he's given us. And these guys, they listened to Jesus, and Jesus provided for them. Jesus took care of them. Jesus gave them plenty of fish to take care of their families, to be able to sell and, and had a great income. But they were in awe. Peter said, Lord, I, I, I don't even deserve to be in your presence. You know, he was a mess. He said, you know, your holiness is so incredible. Your power is so great. I, I don't even deserve it. And, and Jesus said to him, Simon, Simon Peter, there is nothing to fear. From now on, you're going to catch men and women for me. You're going to start changing the world because you're going to start ministering to the lost. People of God, he has called us to minister to the lost. He has called us to be out in the world. He has called us to go the extra mile and be what God would have us be. He has a lost world out there. He has people out there you can love and talk to every single day. People you could encourage. People through the, you know, I... And some of you guys know I like going through coffee shops. My daughter worked at Dutch Bros for years, four years, so I pop into the different shops now and again. I've, I've slowed down on that because I've had to do that for a lot of reasons. And then sometimes I'll go to the human being, in fact, and, you know, and every once in a while I'll, I'll pop in at Starbucks. That's where she works now in, in Pocatello. But, uh, but there's so many people you can talk to. I've been able to share with so many people at those places, just the love of Jesus. It's incredible. And you go to these little restaurants, you know, go through the Sonic drive through There was a man, used to be the general manager of the Sonic over here, that I went through and got to talk to him, minister to him. Guess what? He started coming to our church. He came to our church until he ended up moving back east. God opens doors. Listen, the power of God is alive and ready for you. Use it for his glory. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.